myself having to add to this one. Um, today I was, you know, saying Happy New Year to everyone. Um, a whole big group of people um, standing outside church and I was really cheery. I'm like, Happy Christmas. No, not Happy Christmas, sorry. Um, Happy New Year, everyone. And yeah, it is eighth day of Christmas as well, of course. But then, you know, I realised that the group of people that I was speaking to, they're also people who had lost people and it didn't click on to like later as well like these people um are probably suffering quite a bit of grief perhaps I'm sure that's a group of people who may well be um, not everybody in that group but you know some people is this is a time where you know it's not just um it's not a happy time for everybody. For some of us, we are grieving, as I talked about the Herodian thing. There's just some really horrible things that some people have had to go through, whether it's the loss of children or spouses or um, people in their lives, friends, whoever it might be. Um, situations have you know, become quite difficult. Whatever it is, I realised that I'm like happy new year because I've got the gift of the Holy Spirit. I have Mary, I have that indwelling of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. But I also, as a human, have gone through things too and understand that it must be really difficult for a lot of people as well. And I really do pray for those that are suffering this time of year that are in pain of any type of loss so much has has happened um, with regards to to me as well like you know V for victory but we know what that is that's a heck of a lot of a hell of a lot of jealousy of the demonic the devil and us winning over it but we are not separate from having to experience or deal with. Now, sure, God shields us in many ways and protects those that are chosen, for sure. But it doesn't stop those who are jealous being jealous or nasty or vindictive. And even when we do not deserve any of it. But our justice, your justice, those coming to this of good intent, of goodwill... Our justice is coming. It is here. It already exists. We are just unraveling and unfolding it in every moment. Whether that's you waiting to be reunited with a loved one. And whether that is you waiting for a situation um, to turn around in your favour. Whatever it is of goodwill and goodness, you and I will experience this I've experienced it myself I can give testimony I have given testimony in fact on here as well like even I told you like some stuff with my finances I'm on the tip of the iceberg with this stuff it's just that's not like a big focal point for me never has been but that's one of of many different things that need to be sorted out there's just so many things that have happened to me and wait till this they all start unraveling and unfolding 
and all the blessings come back to me and the justice gets um, right round the right way. It's going to be so amazing and this can happen to you too that are coming here of goodwill and good intent to my station for sure. Um, When it started to happen to me, as I say, I was just like, oh my goodness, I've waited for years for this. And right enough, look, all the things it happened as an awkward impact or as a result or that not as a result, maybe directly always for every situation, but that maybe had um, some connection to it. Gosh, I don't necessarily know that those things can all be turned around now, like so many years later, after, you know, one set of circumstances been rectified that if it had been rectified at the time, you know, it would have made things a lot easier for me, for sure, not to have lost, like, you know, or to have had other um, successive things uh, occur as a result, but, you know, nothing when you see what can happen like nothing is impossible unto god so i'm not going to say it's not we can't we know that nothing is impossible unto god it's about god's timing and what's going on with us in our relationship our role and our unique um paths that we have to walk as well Mm. well um so i just wanted to really start off with this message um I started off with a few different messages, but now I'm putting this one at the front. I think it's really important for people out there to hear, um, to know and be reminded that if you are coming to this and it sounds like, you know, Happy New Year and all this and that, I really want to let you understand that if you are in a really difficult place or a dark place, that there is definitely hope i know for many people in the faith they have hope and they can still we can still have that grief but there is more of a hope there and i'm i'm just so thankful for that so i think although i was talking about that group in particular the good thing is they're in a support network of believer of people who are in the faith i really just pray that this goes out to people that maybe you know are having and developing a connection with God but they don't really quite have that full-on network yet and I just pray for them that they will be um you know I don't want to say cotton wool but do we just feel the loving presence of God about them to help them in this time and God will direct their steps to be able to see more and more of the light and the love coming through more of that hope opening up for them and more of these things going right and just a furtherance of that faith and knowing with God to really unfold for them as well. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, welcome to the podcast. Just before we get started, I'm adding this bit on today. This is the 1st of January 2022, the Solemnity of Mary, the Mother of God, coming up the Epiphany of the Lord. And of course, yeah, it is New Year 2022. 
So am I, I was just like, should I break this fast? I was on a fast. I've never done anything quite like this that I can remember to this extent. And I thought, right, <laughs> do I keep going? I'm like, I look sustainable, is etc. etc. And we know that the most important bread of life, the most important nurturing nourishment is that of the Holy Spirit, the living waters. So I've been doing a lot of work on that, like spiritually, and then going to the actual sea, doing my dip today. <laughs> Big shout out to anyone else that's going to be doing that as well. I'm just sending you lots of health and wellness and ability to be able to see that through and that you will get through it. You'll do really well and you'll be rejuvenated by it as well, like me. I was so rejuvenated by that today. I walked along the pier as well afterwards and there were like waves coming up on the side and I was the only one there on that actual pier. Um, I went all the way up to the lighthouse and huge (laughs) waves were coming up over the side and I was just like, wow. And I just felt calming with it and being at one with it and everything going really, really well. And it was just so refreshing and beautiful. I'm so thankful for that experience. When I came back, again, like I never enjoyed like a warm shower like that before. Just like kept it going and kept it going. And I did go back down um, along the beach again just for another quick walk because since I had that time in communion with God and did my dip, put my head under as well, all the rest of it, freezing cold out there earlier, as I say, the entire sky has just lit up. It just lit up from like, it felt like the moment I started doing that. And it just unraveled, like all the clouds unraveled bit by bit. But it took a wee while and throughout the course of the day. And then by the time that I was going to church, it was just like absolutely blooming and spectacular, totally clear blue skies. Such a sunny day and truly absolutely amazing. I didn't um, stop this fast that I was doing. As I say, I was continuing that on. Um, and... I have just broken it, not to look or to do so for attention, but because I feel it's important to talk about it. I didn't even talk about it. and even tell my mum until today. Anyway, until I was about to break it. She's like, um, so it's all done now. So by the by. So I can talk about it. So that's me. I had like a mince pie. And I am not joking. It tasted so good. Like I had to even wait until like one thirty. I wanted the one and the three in there. Initially it was like, I was thinking like 12.45 yesterday for the 12, the one, the two to the three. And then today, um, like 10, 11 or like one, 11, but no, it kept pushing on, so finally got there at one thirty. But in between time, it gave me, like, time to just get everything set, like, to heat it up and things, so it was perfect by the time it cooled down. Hmm. That is my first 
mince pie of the entire Christmas season. I know it's New Year, but this is day eight of Christmas. And I can't believe I had to correct someone. Like someone was going to correct me and I had to recorrect them at church today. Because <laughs> I was like, I hadn't said Happy Christmas to the, the organist. And I know it's New Year, but it is the eighth day of Christmas. So I was like, Happy Christmas. And, and I was about saying New Year. And, uh-huh. and I'm not going to say his name, but he interrupted and said, "New Happy New Year. I'm like, no, it is the eighth day of Christmas. And I haven't said Happy New Year to Happy, sorry, Happy Christmas to him yet. So it is Christmas time. And that is my first mince pie of the Christmas season or New Year. How amazing is that on the solemnity of Mary, the mother of God? I broke my fast and had my first mince pie, Christmas mince pie for this Christmas season from, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even have it. I was offered one. I did actually go to take one. Is that way where I was like, mm-hmm. I was too busy chatting when I was at church on Christmas, but I did have one there that I could have eaten, but I just didn't get around to eating it. I even tried to take it home. I didn't even eat it when I got home. So this is literally the first one of the Christmas season. Not even getting that on like 2021, but getting my Christmas mince pie on 2022. And I'm just so thankful and grateful that I've even got the opportunity to in the first place. Um, it's one of these ones where it's got like a little star kind of snowflake design on it. I'm so thankful. I think that that's what fasting does. And, um, you know, it makes you more reverent, respectful and appreciative of what you do have. And then anything else thereafter as well. It just reminds us because sometimes we can take things for granted even like the organ today, I was going to like, oh my goodness, I realised I was moving around during <clears throat> the end of the church service, which everybody else was doing, of course, but it just made me stop and remind myself as well, like with the organ playing, like how powerful it actually is and how immense it is, but what a great gift that maybe so many people, they just get used to it. And it's like, this, this gift is immense you know and the huge organ the ability to hear the organ as well there everything about that experience at the end and I just thought oh my goodness I had to go and like thank him for that as well um it's like these things that we need to be thankful for for what we have I mean I was kind of moving away because I could find it difficult to like sing hear myself singing and sing when the organ was so powerful, so I had to move away from it at times. But yeah, I think like you've definitely got to be downstairs, like I was last night, um, for singing, to be able to like really hear yourself sing and sing like really well and properly, I'm sure. Hopefully I just pray that it went well, but mm, my goodness, such a powerful organ, but I just didn't want to like not be thankful for that and I had to go and say to him today so I did anyway these different things appreciation is so important so let's start our year in that way I think the that type of fast is a really excellent thing to do because there was no like you know none of that kind of partying and overindulgence or things like that over the 31st to the first into the first um and that period in between, it just makes you really 
take stock of really the real bread of life, as they say, the real living waters and push yourself a little bit further, have a little bit more faith because you're open and you're receptive to hearing more of God in that way. And then from there, you've got that bit more appreciation. But we can't be lax as well. You know, that's why it says, okay, don't fast just for fasting's sake. Like, shouldn't be for like, no vanity sake or whatever, but it should be fasting for the right reasons to embrace more of God. So thanks be to God for that word. Thanks, I managed to keep it to myself. I didn't tell anyone <laughs> until like now, until I was just about to break it. So I managed it all the way through. Um, but yes, I would encourage anyone trying to do it. I did find that I find it more difficult to wear my mask indoors, like in places where they do wear masks, like our um, Catholic church, the normal standard Roman Catholic church, um, which is V2. Everybody's wearing kind of masks pretty much. There's some people that don't know, but you know. And <clears throat> I try my best to to follow all the bits and pieces there and be doing that um really, really well from the beginning, but obviously. But that was really difficult last night when I was on the fast and trying to keep the ma- <laughs> that mask on. I was like, no, made me feel sick. And I know it was just like, uh, I guess that maybe the oxygen you need more oxygen or things like that as well. Like you need to be, I guess it's also in alignment with what Christ is saying, like to be uncovered in terms of unveiled. And so <clears throat> whatever it is, it made it practically impossible at one point. <laughs> and I did have to sit up early. I was like kneeling for ages, but I did have to sit up earlier. Um, yeah but I believe that everything happened at the right time for the right reasons and that God would utilise every moment of that okay so blessings with this um, lovely New Year's broadcast and yeah Happy New Year, everyone. This is your broadcast on Love Lighthouse for the new year, which is also the solemnity of Mother Mary as well. What a great time to be celebrating with you indeed on this 1st of January 2022. Mary, the mother of God. Well, in the liturgical year, this is a day where we wear white, and then some would think, why is that that this is? This is a scriptural and biblical uh, situation, to be honest with you. Um, some people will wear black um, at this time, despite the fact that it is a time where the clergy will be wearing white to symbolise uh, certain aspects of the church. It is considered um, scripturally as a colour where, you know, you're, all the saints are awaiting, they are waiting round about in white 
And so Mary, the mother of God, being one of those successful, victorious, um, is seen to be clear, clean, pure. There's no spot in her. But let me offer you another example. That there is purity in complete black and darkness as well. This is an aspect I want to bring up for um, ethical reasons as well, as also the reality that God creates both light and dark and that all was good to him in the beginning. Glory to God. So, and we do know that those of us that are sent with the Spirit of Christ are going to come in with messages that are slightly more than what has scripturally been recorded, what Jesus has managed in Jesus' time pre-ascension. We know this is going to happen. This is all scriptural too, that because Christ goes to the Father, those that are given the Holy Spirit are going to do far more, far more, far more. <laughs> I'm on the M today. Far more marvellous things than Christ did back then. This is one of them. It's putting out this message about black. Black is pure. There's no spot in black. It's clear and pure. So in any case, we're going to move on today. Um, We will do what I feel the Holy Spirit is guiding us to do as well. But before I even start off on this journey with you today, thank you so much for coming here. Um, peace to all people of goodwill. And um, I really pray that you are having a wonderful start to your new year already. So we move on now to looking a little bit more at the solemnity of Mary and um, why Mary is so important and really important to start the year off well is to start off by um, focusing in on God and the reason that the church will focus on Mary for that is because Mary was able to actually mother God in her life. She was the one who was able to say yes first, most fully. And that's what every single person, whether they're male or female, should be doing. Because Mary, it's just to highlight, Mary is the new Eve. She is the one that, you know, we are supposed to be in alignment with. You're supposed to be in alignment with for that level of success, for that level of, you know, going about things in the right way is to submit truly to God. Um, no matter what, in goodness name, no matter what the man might be doing. And this is a tricky part because the man in Mary's entire situation is the head of the family, is meant to be the head of the family. So even although Mary submits to the idea as well, which Eve, just being right at the beginning, was probably all over the place and didn't know what on earth was going on. She was just following in the footsteps of Adam, which was being miles away from what they were supposed to be doing, really. He was doing that. He was leading her into that sin by being miles away 
or whatever it was, you know, I'm saying that figuratively, but we don't know exactly. But he was not around for her. He was not doing the job of looking after the garden and looking after Eve. Eve was off on her own. She had no one around her looking after her. She was leaving her duties as well and going off into something else. She wasn't taking care of the garden. She wasn't taking care of herself in the garden um, and what responsibility she had. So it was kind of like a knock-on effect. And then who did they meet in that knock-on and in that kind of like alignment? The one that was off out of order as well, Satan himself. So we know that Mary comes to correct this and it's her yes that sets everything in terms of success for the kingdom of God in alignment and that's how we need that for ourselves and why there's such an important focus on Mary because she is the one that ultimately sets all this back in order. It's not necessarily Joseph. Remember, Joseph doesn't get any word even though he's meant to be the head of the family and meant to be the one in charge he's kind of out of the way, almost a bit like Adam as well. Like he doesn't, you know, he's away out of the way from who he's supposed to be looking after. I mean, could you imagine? Uh, to the point of the fact that this is like even more, um, pinpointed even more of a oh, a situation of like concern because Mary is actually pregnant at this time with the greatest gift with a child from God. And she's all on her own. She is, in fact, um, as most would interpret, like a single mother on her own whilst Joseph's away off elsewhere trying to have his revelation or not trying to, but is off out the picture until he gets the picture through this dream that he has with the angel of God. So she is in that time of opportunity, like Eve. And this is why the female is so important. It's not um, about what Joseph is doing because despite him not being there, like Adam wasn't there, the one thing that changed was this. Mary, unlike Eve, did not falter. She took God she took the Holy Spirit as the one that she needed to put first. Like, okay, fine, Joseph's not here. But Eve didn't have, um, I suppose, that uh, wealth of judgment, that, you know, luxury, really. She was right at the start, but so much had happened. So Mary now has the wisdom of the ancestral years gone by. And everything that's happened since then and then the gift of the Holy Spirit and the wisdom coming through there to understand how to do things perhaps a little bit differently. So we are all given that opportunity to understand that through the ministering of the Holy Spirit if we'll receive the Holy Spirit to then therefore have that success and to move in that way like Mary to understand that just because a man who is supposed to be at the head of the house, um, the man that has been chosen and betrothed with us is doing something, does not mean to say that we should be off doing the same thing, that we should be off in a mess and chaos and not knowing what to do. No, that is the point where we put, we are more aligned to put God first. We should always be doing that. But that is the point 
by which we remain focused on God and then therefore can steer things in the right direction despite what a man is doing, even although he is supposed to be the head. It's like the church. There are going to be like clergy, males in the church that, you know, they're not going to be necessarily doing or in the right alignment, but we have to stand true. And that's how some people, okay, some people will be protesting the church to a certain extent because they'll be putting God first and they're saying, no, but you're doing this. I'm not going to be doing that. Like, Joseph is away needing his revelation. No, I know. Or, like, you know, Adam all off all around the place. Instead of, like, following after what he's doing and behaving in the same way, they're going to be standing at a standpoint saying, no, I'm putting God first and I know in my heart and in my soul and my spirit what God is saying. Glory to God, I did not expect this to come across like this. I did not know that this message was going to come out today. This is the Holy Spirit ministering to me so I can see... I'm not saying that every day the protest of church isn't, is doing that for the right reasons. No, okay? You're not really supposed to be doing that overall. You are supposed to be in subjection. But obviously, here and there, there are going to be times where you've got to be like, um, yeah, right, no, wait a minute. And you've got to be like Mary overall. And you've got to set yourself, your eyes and your faith and your heart and everything on that fiat on God, your faithfulness to God overall. So still respecting like she would still be respecting joseph she would love him very much she would just be very confident and clear and set because she had that communion with the holy spirit she was so submitted to god that's how there'd be a good balance um within her of her female and male aspects i would really say because she would have to be very self-reliant at that time very confident like not just self-reliant reliant on God ultimately so a good balance now so this is why you're going to hear this song in just a minute or two before we head into the actual fullest part of um, today's broadcast but yeah oh my goodness here we are we'll come to this just rounding up but yeah thanks to God uh really I mean I'm saying it through me um, as a human, so obviously I can only get better at that. Uh, but thanks to God for um, all this realisation and in the way that I can put it across. Mm. I'm not praying for lots of people out there that, you know, they know they've got to um, be obedient to God but there might be times in which the church or people in the church have been a bit funny and they are out there on the edge, out with the gate, knowing that they want to be um, in obedience and alignment with the church, but some people might be doing something else and they have got to still remain focused on God. Uh, I just pray for these people right now. In the name of Jesus, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's move on with this. This thought came to mind. It was... A memory of someone in church who I saw on Christmas Day. And the memory of having seen him before, but yet he was with someone who was a friend that we kind of thought, well, our eye kind of thought, look, is it more than that? It seemed like that. I thought they were kind of like you know, maybe married or something initially. And I'll never forget because her name was Eve. 
And it's so symbolic as well because when he turned up to church, he was not with Eve. And he made it very clear that she was just a friend. And he then went on to explain to the person that he was speaking to where he had met me. And I then had a conversation in my heart, like right now with him. It just kind of happened, like I was expressing and explaining. And it's like, don't worry, I'm a Mary, I'm a Maria, like Marian. I will speak to anyone that the Lord calls me to. And it's not going to be for the reasons that you and, sorry, excuse me, let me put this into order. It's not going to be for the reasons that Eve might speak to others like the devil. It's because Christ is with me, like Christ is with Mary in union. And so it doesn't matter if Christ wants to save whoever Christ is going to save. Uh, You know, like Christ was found with the publicans, the sinners, the publicans and all people in between everyone. Um, You know, Jews and Gentiles, um, Jews and Greeks, everyone is um, wanted to be saved and so it's from a pure place so if I'm speaking to you I'm not gonna be I'm not in a place where it's like speaking to um the devil or going around all the houses it is to be in alignment with Christ and it's a Marian path so that's really important to point out there wow because it's a diff, it's a, a totally different focus, a focal point when Mary is communicating. So, and it was really funny because like I just did this sense like he was wanting to marry me or he wanted to get closer to me. It's like, no, that is not what any of our communication is about. All right. So wow. Here we go. Let's go back to where I was called to to look at before this part. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And there you go. And again, it's like this. Even that night, like, um, wait a minute. This was before, like, yeah, this one was before Christmas as well. So I'm going back to, like, uh, a memory night of being at church on the run-up, and so it was like the fourth Sunday of Advent, and I was in church in Glasgow there. Now, we, after church, decided that, obviously, we would all head off on our different kind of um, ways, and as we did, we were praying for people. I was praying for my friend who was going to be going over to Dublin, or um, the person that, you know, uh, I speak to, and we email backwards and forwards. And, you know, and then we went to give a completely and entirely innocent hug. And he says, yeah, look look at me, like, with all, hugging all the women or something, like, having a laugh about it. And I'm thinking, yeah, just laughing at him. And, um, but anyway, I was really, you know, concerned, obviously, that he would have a good time when he was going to Dublin. That was a, a big part of the, the prayer, the exit. Oh, we go well, even like on his flight and things. It would be good 
joyful. Now, he's since come back anyway, that's that's all fine good. And there was there was someone else as well. There's a member of uh, the clergy too. And, and we hugged as well. Again, all completely innocent. So those of us, again, it's what's in the heart, what's in the souls, what's in the intent that cannot be hidden from God and that is known there. Different people can have different ideas of you, but it's not about their projection onto you of what their life's like and what that means to them that is important. It's what's going on in the heart of each individual and the thought process of each individual that God has clear access to. And that is 100% very important and what matters. So important to be clear on your intent. And so if you are of the righteousness, if you are doing things for the right intent, that is that belief of righteousness And the reason that we're righteous is because what our thoughts, words and deeds and our actions are coming from are from the Holy Spirit of God, of Christ. So Mary and that Marian path, that innocent path of things, caring for all people as well, Jew or Gentile, Jew or Greek, you know, man or woman, um, you know, just everybody, Jew or Gentile, yeah, everybody. It's so very important. You know, you have like a good intent for all, but at the same time, you know, where God, God calls for like blocks to be put as well, like if there are people that are going against God in particular, that is absolutely healthy to have like boundaries and barriers as well. Very, very important. So very important. So just to round up now, as we move on from this recording for the 1st of January, the 8th day of Christmas, as well as the solemnity of the Mother of God, Mary, the Mother of God, and also um, coming up, you know, this epiphany of the Lord as well. But here today on New Year's Day, I want to thank you so much for coming along to Love Lighthouse podcast from all around the world. Thank you to each and every one of you that get this, that join this at any time that you get it. Um, there are so many treasures in it. It is a little bit edited down. Um, I may decide to put a further version of it up at a later point. I may do further broadcasts for this day. Um, or onwards we'll just wait and see everything is God willing and just have a wonderful relaxing rest of your day I hope it's a peaceful one I hope it gets you in the right frame of mind focused on mother Mary not to idolize in any way shape or form but in such a way um, where there is remembrance there is a way of really 
highlighting certain aspects of life with regards to Mary's fiat that will just help propel you onto the next stage of your life for a really great new year ahead in terms of developing that acceptance of God in your life and how you go about moving forward in that way. So thank you so much once again and enjoy your eighth day of Christmas, the solemnity of Mary the Mother of God and this time of New Year 2022.